Welcome back to Anime Death Spiral, the only anime oh, what? Po- what? I'm hyping you. I'm hyping you. Keep going. <laughs> don't type me. Don't don't jump in. <laughs> can't handle it. You can't handle it, folks. You cannot handle it. I'm Nate. You should really see him when when he's in the zone. It's like pure focus. <laughs> you threw me off. You threw me off. Okay, start over. Do it. All right. All right. Okay. Welcome back to Anime Death Spiral, the only anime podcast that comes doctor recommended because of our asbestos filter. How's that? Perfect. Love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Love it. All right. All right. Uh, Remy, how are you doing? How was your 4th of July? Did you watch some anime? Unfortunately, I did not watch it. I promised I was going to watch some anime on 4th of July. I did not. I did watch a little bit uh, on the 3rd of July. Uh, the least patriotic day. I actually watched uh, a couple of things that I had always been curious about, just like a couple minutes here and there. I watched um, The Duke of Death and his something made, his flirty made, his big titty made, which is what it turned out to be. Okay. Did not know. It th- seems straightforward. Yeah, that show is completely CGI. Uh, oh. It looks bad. I don't like that. Also, also, I found out the plot is literally just pushing daisies. It's just that story. Well, I mean, we were we were talking about this earlier, but uh, all the greats just rip off each other, right? I guess so. I wonder if pushing daisies was ever popular in Japan. It's a great show. Uh, uh, that Lee Pace, great actor. Love that guy. Love me some Lee Pace. Yeah, I also watched um, Love of Kill, like the last episode of the first season of that, uh, just to figure out. Did not really uh, illuminate anything for me. Um, seems pretty pretty mundane. Nothing happened that made sense to me, so I kind of just gave up on that. What's that one about? Uh, uh, an assassin and uh, a, what is she, like a mercenary or a, maybe a bounty hunter? keep crossing paths on the job and they sort of like fall in love sort of interesting <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's it's potentially interesting except i watched that last episode it seems like there's not a lot of development on the romance front uh so i kind of lost interest pretty fast uh do you think sorry that just makes me think like of uh, the hitman series do you think that series would be improved with a dating aspect you say that but actually Agent 47's relationship uh, with his handler is very... It it gets more and more important as the series goes on. It becomes sort of like an interesting dynamic there. There is something to it. So you say that as a joke. They got a little bit of, uh, they got a little bit of flirting going on, some back and forth tension. Well, she's the only person in the entire fucking world that he can trust, right? So there's a whole... There's a whole emotional aspect to their relationship that isn't, you know, super explored. But uh, there's a couple times, especially in the last game, there's a whole level where, like, the conceit is that she's sort of betrayed you and you're stalking her through this party. It's a really great level because there's, like, it's a party specifically for all these billionaires at this dude's, like, vineyard. And you can <laughs> you can drown him in his own beer distillery. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. I, I really love uh, Hitman. Uh, you rock. Hitman fucking rocks. I love Hitman. There's got to be Killing. like uh, a, like anime character model uh, mods for Hitman, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. The science is out there. If it doesn't, if it doesn't exist already, make it happen, people. Uh, I want to see that. Oh, absolutely. 
the problem is if I I don't trust people's judgment because I think they would uh, cave and give him hair. Oh, <laughs> you can't give Agent Forty Seven hair. That's no. like his one character trait. Uh, that exactly. he is well no he's bald. he has the barcode he has the barcode that is his one character trait <laughs> okay well second second character trait. <laughs> yeah 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 but he's, oh, he's man, bald that boy. Uh, you know he is a uh, he's a bald icon absolutely he rocks the bald so hard that when he puts on costumes no one even notices it <laughs> okay uh love you hitman love you agent 47 love you hitman God, I love Agent Forty Seven. <laughs> okay, all right, let's 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 swerve here for a minute. Let's swerve back to anime. Hey, uh, you were totally at Anime Expo in person, like out there doing the thing in real life, right? Oh, you know me. I love going to conventions. Yeah, you were love there it. rubbing shoulders, talking to all the bigwigs, uh, yeah, living yeah, the yeah. life uh of a professional anime podcaster, which is lucrative and cool, people. So you should do it. Yeah. I was there. I was asking uh, less of a question, more of a comment. Got all the new, uh, all the new announcements, and I want. Let's. I want to go into them. Okay. Some exciting yeah. Shit. No, tell me everything that you learned when you were physically at Anime Expo. <laughs> when I was, I was physically present. I had my meet in the building. It was last weekend. This is all insanely fresh stuff, people. We got to cover this shit. Because this is anime, baby. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I, I want to just jump into it. Because this the first thing is something I am very, like, legitimately very excited about. And this is one that completely caught me off guard. and never thought it would get an anime. So this is, a, this is an anime adaptation announcement for Helk. I know maybe Helk is not the most well-known uh, manga property. Uh, but it came out of nowhere for me, and I fucking loved it. I love Helk. I beg you, please read Helk, and uh, don't get thrown off because the like the f- first maybe nine or ten chapters read as just a very standard like gag comic, but then it just goes off. This thing goes the fuck off. It's like when you light the fuse on a on a on a sparkler or something, and it, it seems like it's uh uh see timely. It seems like it's just going to, like, fizzle out, but then it fucking just just fucking goes. It explodes. It's fantastic. So they showed they showed the first two episodes at uh, Anime Expo. So this thing is apparently a, a pretty much in the can, ready to go. I didn't get a air date, but I, I assume this is not going to be summer season, I don't think, but it should be soon. The Hulk anime will be premiering on July 12th, 2023. The summer season, you dumbass. Helk is uh, about... It's a fantasy world where the Demon King has been defeated and they need to replace him. And so they're having, like, basically a Demon King Olympics. And uh, the legendary hero joins the competition. And this really freaks out everybody. This is starting to sound a little familiar. I think this was on uh, one of those one-chapter lists that you gave me a while ago. Uh, it probably was, yeah. because I love it so much. Okay, all right, yeah, it's ringing some bells. Yeah, uh, so it's a it's a funny setup. It's like, ha, huh, I wonder, but they couldn't possibly keep that up for a whole series. It's just like, that's that's kind of a, a, a one-note gag comic, but no, you are so wrong, because he just... Uh, becomes uh, a real character 
somehow, even though, like, at the beginning of the comic, he is literally just 500 pounds of pure muscle with, like, a weird <laughs> smiley face on it, on the top of it. <laughs> Which is my favorite type of uh, anime character. Yeah, of legendary hero. Yeah. It's really funny. It's great because all the demons are, like, super freaked out, but he's, like, so nice and, like, so pleasant to be around that he starts winning them over. Uh, it's really great. Uh, anyway. Kill them with kindness, right? Yes. So that's announcement one. Okay. Something right off the bat I am so excited about. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Unless you have something to say about Helk. No, no. I'll probably have something to say when it comes out. Um, great. So number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to... I just saw the trailer for Metallic Rouge. And okay, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, first of all, the the first thing I noticed is that they were using the Metal Gear Solid font in there, so I'm already like <laughs> predisposed to to being into it. Uh, but looks like what we got is a pretty sweet looking Blade Runner like. We got some secret androids going on, uh, android hunters in a dystopian setting, uh, and looked like some real good animation coming out of Bones, which is not surprising because they are one of the greats. Uh, Bones does good work. Also, um, this is being directed by, uh, weirdly enough, uh, the the director of Carol and Tuesday. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no, but I... Um, Carol and Tuesday, I thought that was Watanabe. Wasn't that Shinichiro Watanabe? No, that was Motonobu Hori. Uh, I'm clearly Carol and pronouncing Tuesday, that that's like the, the, the semi-connected cowboy bebop tie-in if it is it never really came into play for me it's about two girls trying to make it big in the music industry yeah uh i was actually just reading about this that is a a backdoor cowboy bebop tie-in it was written and produced by shinichiro watanabe well, it was directed by Motonobu Motonobu Hori. I'm going to say it a bunch of times so I can pronounce it in, in every bad way possible. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, I, really liked, I really liked Carol and Tuesday. I thought it was really, really cute. I thought the songs um, were pretty good, considering uh, I do not like most of these like music anime. Sure. Yeah, uh, I still haven't. I'm sorry, I still haven't watched bochi the rock you don't okay uh real quick you don't need to because they only do one song uh it is very apparent that the music is not the point of of that anime uh which was disappointing uh to say the least well so that's so weird to me because i did also there was another thing uh this wasn't announced at anime expo but it was referenced that they are doing a, a bochi the rock stage play uh, well, that's, I, you know, I stage think play adaptations of popular anime are kind of like all the rage right now. It's happening a lot. Right, but, but like, it's a, it, it's a musical. Yeah, yeah, so musical there's gotta be stage a bunch adaptations. Of I do think there is something novel about a stage play that's about a band so that the, the cast has to, like, actually get up and, like, play a set. I think there's something cool about that. The I funny thing about that. that is that in this case, they are absolutely... They have to make up more music for the musical adaptation <laughs> than existed in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, actually, that's that's pretty standard, um, at least on the Broadway side. Like when they do Broadway, uh, even Broadway performances of like musical movies, uh, they tend to have to stretch them out, you know? Sure. Um, so not, not super uncommon, but uh, man, I would... 
I'd love to get into some theater. Uh, anyway, yeah, the the Metallic Rouge thing looks really interesting. I think uh, Bone Studio, obviously, uh, pretty great. Carol Tuesday, pretty great. Listen, we got the we got the Metal Gear Solid font, and we got uh, Android Anime Girls. I'm in. Yep, and uh, the uh, it's clearly here. You can see it's all in house because the the character designer is the character designer from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, hell yeah, love that. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay, moving on. The next thing, this is, now this is a really bizarre one. Not bizarre in that unexpected, um, but there are some very strange details here. So they announced the new Gundam, right? We got a new Gundam. Yeah, right on the heels of uh, Gundam Witch from Mercury. Which people are loving, by the way. Explosive, explosive Huge, I'm seeing it everywhere. Uh, It uh, is everywhere. And you know what? The chips... They taste good. I've had them. Hey, uh, Space Lesbians, that's good. Yeah, you got good chips. People love that shit. You got good chips. I put. I have still put off a little bit the, the back half of the first season. I haven't even gotten to season two. Mainly because, like, I thought it was interesting, but the, the, the romantic lead has the worst hair I have ever seen. It's just fucking god awful. Have you seen her hair? Uh, you're talking the she's the one with like the silver hair, uh, kind of like a yes. mullet thing going on. Yes, she yeah. has a bob. She has a, a traditional the bob, bob and cut. mullet, <laughs> but at the back it goes down to her ass. It's like what? <laughs> it's awful. It's so awful. Well, I do doesn't have hope the uh, because... doesn't the main girl uh, in that show have kind of the same thing going on? She's got kind of a like a mullet ponytail thing. She has more of a like a Jedi Padawan rat tail, okay, <laughs> which is also not good, but it's better. <laughs> uh, it is slightly better. Uh, I mean, I am a little hopeful because I saw some snaps of uh, near the end of the series, and it looks like she does have her hair cut off at some point. So, uh, so that's a, cool. A little hope. Yeah. Anyway, f- on the heels of that explosive two season Gundam show, they announced Gundam Requiem for Vengeance. And this is the Ooh. UC-79. So this is Universal Century. We're going all the way back to 79 again. Uh, everybody loves UC-79. We love spending time uh, co- uh, fine-tooth combing over every single conflict that has ever taken place during the <laughs> uh, the Three Years' War, I think is what it's called. I'm probably going to get roasted for that. Now, this one, uh, not, not weird because of that. That's pretty standard. Uh, Gundam is constantly going back to UC-79. Uh, what's weird about this one is that it is being developed entirely in Unreal Engine 5. Oh. Oh. That's what? weird. Yeah. But... The whole huh. thing is in Unreal Engine. So it's going to be a, a fully 3D project. Have we seen stills of it yet? Any promotional art? Like, what it's going to look like? Is Are we doing, like, full 3D 3D? Or is this, like, 3D enhanced animation? Uh, because... It can go a lot of different directions. It could. I haven't seen actual shots. There's one promotional poster, and it looks incredibly generic, so I I couldn't really tell you much about it. I thought that that is just very, very strange. It Uh, is strange. Uh, I just want to say, like, I'm not... For a long time, I was... was inherently against the use of CG animation uh, in anime because, to a certain point... Uh, it has never looked great to me. It's looked like decent. 
when used sparingly to enhance shots and a lot of older stuff. But, you know, like we all saw what those recent, uh, what the 2016 Berserk show looked like. Like, I yes, d- well, that was, I mean, that's a legendary disaster, though. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not. But it's not I just want to say that that new Guilty Gear game, uh, the, the screens and the videos I've been seeing come out of that uh, have actually given me new hope that CGI can be used in, like, cool and fun and innovative ways without looking like shit. Guilty Gear looks great. I'll give him that. That and the uh, really the does. JoJo OP animations, those are all gold. Love every second. The JoJo stuff is great. But again, we're talking about, like, a fighting game and a 30-second clip. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, this is an entire season of anime. It's going to be hard to pull off, but I don't think that it's an instant fail these days. But we'll have to see. Fail. Instant <laughs> fail. Instant failure. Instant fail. Now, this is uh, the only thing I do know about the story is that it it is set during like right after the revolution, and it is from the Zeon's point of view, uh, which is uh, <laughs> a little bit like from a certain point of view type shit. Yeah, that's kind of not a huge fan. That's of. a that's a bit of a there. <laughs> there were people on both sides. Uh, yeah, the there's issue. a lot of good people on both sides. Yeah, yeah really great. Um, but they they say 8th MS team is a big influence, and that, that is, like, that is cool. I mean, that is cool. 8th MS team is great. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's whatever because, man, if you don't like one Gundam project, there are 80 more to move on to at any time. Hey, people, uh, there's a Gundam out there for you. Like, there's a lot, and uh, uh, there is no shortage of stuff to parse through. I'm sure you'll find something in Gundam. Yes, any possible flavor of anime has been covered by Gundam. Like, literally anything you can think of. Uh, Kids shows, uh, romantic comedies, uh, action. Uh, Have we had a Gundam horror movie or a horror series yet? I think a lot of Gundam is is straight horror. I mean, like... (laughs) I mean, yeah, if you consider the horrors of war to be horror. Yeah, it is the the horrors of war. (laughs) It's pretty intense. Uh, Yeah... Uh, okay, enough Gundam. Enough we Gundam. We get Gundam all the time. Hey, hey, Remy, I'm hungry. Do you got, do you have any anime to uh, to suggest in this in this situation? Well, let me tell you about a flavor that uh, you I know you already like. Oh, yeah, they are re re releasing in theaters the first two Gurren Lagann movies. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know I watched those movies when they first came out. Um, and they're, I mean, anything Trigger does is great. Love Trigger. Love you. Love Trigger. God damn, they're good. <laughs> they're amazing. Uh, I, I find it hard-pressed to recommend watching the movies over watching the series. Uh, I actually find, like, movie summaries of a whole series to be rather pointless. I don't know. Can you sell me on their function? Well, first of all, I would say if you do not want to watch like 10,000 hours of original Gundam, you can just watch the three recap movies. It's fine. They're good. It's fine. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It seems a disservice, though, to do like uh, decades of uh, of writing condensed into, into three 90-minute <laughs> movies. Look, you're going to lose a lot of the nuance, obviously. But, hey, if you just want to get caught up on your Gundam, Again, your UC, 
uh, okay. Universal Century 79. Okay, Spark Notes. Spark Notes for Gundam. Yeah, Spark Notes for Gundam, basically, uh, which is is good for me because, man, that's a lot of stuff to remember. Now, the intriguing part of this is they claim that they are releasing it in 2D and 4D. Nate, what does that mean? Ooh, I can only imagine. Uh, my sincerest hope is that it is going to be an elevated D-Box kind of situation. Like, um, you know those, uh, the Gundam Pods game uh, that was yeah, popular yeah. years ago in, in the Tokyo yes. arcades? Uh, mm-hmm. I would like it to be something like that where you get to climb, like your theater seat is a giant recreation of the Gurren Lagann head robot um, that that's uh, Shimon pilots in the series. And uh, possibly it's kind of like a big circular couch. Think like the teacup ride at Disneyland, right? You you climb in with a bunch of other people uh, and and you have maybe like a central table console where you can order drinks and snacks uh, like a uh, Alamo Draft House. I was about to say Texas Roadhouse Theater. Texas Roadhouse. (laughs) (laughs) The Swayze Roadhouse. Yeah. 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 Uh, that that is my sincerest hope for what a 4D experience is, but maybe they give you like a fun lanyard or something. Have you ever been to an Alamo Draft House? Yeah, a couple times. I saw um, Arrival in an Alamo Draft House. Did you like the experience? Yeah, uh, I mean, I like a quiet theater, and they're kind of their whole claim to fame with their advertising is that they enforce a quiet rule, right? Which honestly is a bit disingenuous when you think about it because you still have like people coming in and out because you can order food and drinks at them and they'll bring them to your Uh, seat. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I had a really bad time because people kept coming in and out of the very small screen that we were in. Uh, It was impossible to ignore. Uh, I really, really did not like it. I watched... um, uh fuck it was like actually a uh, a thoroughbreds do you know that movie no uh anya taylor joy who i you know have a huge crush on obviously and olivia cook you fucking freak yeah 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 yeah. hey it's really good anton yelchin was in that before he tragically uh uh, died it somehow i forget how uh Uh, rip to anton he got run over by his own car oh shit (laughs) Shit. (laughs) i should laugh at that (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, R.I.P. Anton, I really liked Green Room. I'm sorry. I, I, not, I don't mean to laugh at your horrible death. <laughs> it's, it's really tragic. Uh, um, he, awful. Yeah. Awful. You know, those driveways need to not be that steep, okay? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're joking, but that is what, what happened to him. We're killing our best actors, okay? We need to do something about these driveways. He got, he got pinned against his driveway gate. Oh, God. Anyway, I saw <laughs> Thoroughbreds, and uh, I actually really liked it. So it must have been really good because uh, it was a bad theater experience. Anyway, I hope 4D is not that and is, like you said, uh, some kind of horrible cockpit experience. Uh, I would I love that. Is, is that, that not cool? Well, I actually I, like, okay, I tried we can, out we one can of those scrap D-box the seats. food and drink idea, but... Uh, I think that, yes, you should have some kind, maybe the seats vibrate and you have uh, maybe little uh, joysticks that you can play around with. 
Maybe oh, yeah, there's like a baby. <laughs> maybe there's an Ikaruga style shooting game that you can play transpose onto the screen. Yeah, I love when there's little things to do and distract you from the movie you're watching. <laughs> I love that. That's why I'm always on Twitter on my phone. Uh, RIP as well. I I did try D-Box one time. Uh, it was the demo version, not a full movie, and I found it to be uh, nauseating. I hated it. <laughs> did not like it. It was. It sucked. I guess I'm. I'm just. I'm. See, this is again like my my true grumpy old man. Uh, final form emerging in that like I went and saw one of the big screens uh, at our our downtown theater and they have like full on recliner seats and I hated it I hated it I want uncomfortable seats oh, I want little no. tiny uncomfortable seats that's how you should watch movies nah dude I love those new theater seats they're so good you like relaxing oh yeah I love relaxing I like chilling uh, I like Ugh. vibing I don't like anything where you could, like, fall asleep in the middle of the movie. Uh, no, I want a theater experience where if you fall asleep, the attendant will bring a blanket for you. <laughs> I, I want that, but he comes and tasers you. <laughs> okay, so this is, this is an exciting announcement uh, on the, uh, uh, the cottagecore side of anime. Netflix is doing a stop-motion Pokemon show? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, You just set off a whole bunch of neurons in my brain. I know. Did some dopamine fire off? Yeah, it's like that picture of the, of the monkey <laughs> neurons firing. <laughs> yeah. Th- apparently, this is, this is by the studio that did uh, Rylakuma and Kaoru, which always looked really good, but I never got around to watching. But I guess if they tie it into one of these nostalgia brands like Pokemon, it, it's enough to get me in the door. Uh, I love stop motion. I love that we're having a stop motion resurgence. It's like one of the best things to happen in the last few years. Uh, I love Pokemon. I love that the trailer has a Bulbasaur in it. R.I.P. Uh, uh, basically all of the, the OG Pokemon. Now they're all getting supplanted by these horrible new ones. Yes, I'm a new Pokemon hater. They suck. I hate them. Oh, I haven't I liked po- Pokemon. I haven't liked Pokemon. I mean, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I am. Um, I was not a fan of the gold silver generation, but I tolerated them. Uh, but I That's was so old. <laughs> I was so perfectly content with my <laughs> 151. But oh, uh, I got all 151 and never again in no other Pokemon game did I ever max out the Pokedex, unfortunately. How'd you get the Mew? Uh, I went to an event. Oh, wow. You did the thing. I thought that was yeah. an urban legend, but you did the thing. Was not an urban legend. It actually happened. But yes, I agree with you. Uh, I like Pokemon. I love Claymation. Love you, Henry Selleck. You're great. Um, love that Wendell and Wilde. That was a great movie. Had a blast watching that. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, shout out to uh, Old Gods. Mad God. Uh, and Phil Tippett, uh, still doing his goddamn thing. He's amazing. He's the master. Uh, nobody's doing it like him. Wish people like hadn't forced him out of the industry. Um, you stupid pieces of shit. Uh, Phil rules. Uh, he's not touching this project, unfortunately. Uh, but I still think it looks great. I'm I'm very into this. Yeah, uh, stop motion Pokemon is a great idea. Now, I can't remember. Uh, 
are they doing new Pokemon? They're doing new Pokemon, you said, right? Yes, it's a it's yeah. a mix of uh, every generation, but I do see OG Pokemon in the trailer, so I'm I'm on board. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I'll give it a chance because, um, goddamn, do I love claymation? Uh, yeah, the only worry I have is that like there would there's basically it's like such a cozy vibe that there's like no conflict or any kind of plot to speak of it's just like vignettes or whatever which i'm i'm not a huge fan of but hey we'll see we'll no, find out I, I think i would be into that i think that uh, um i i've always enjoyed looking at the more quiet and subdued aspects of the setting right because <laughs> i mean i'm uh, i sound like a fucking ponce right now but Uh, i mean pokemon is at its core about 10 year olds uh like dog fighting right yes yes uh not yes as as has been pointed out many many times many many times it's not a new take uh it's about little kids fighting animals with each other it's not great (laughs) um yeah but i do like seeing uh moments in that world that are not centered around uh, animal fighting. And well, you're obviously not alone because every game release they add more and more not fighting stuff. I think it is they add more and more not fighting stuff to take away or lessen the impact of the fighting because in in the original Pokemon Red and Blue, you're just animal fighting. Uh, they had to yep. put in like breeding <laughs> as like a reason for why you like another reason why you might be traveling around with these I'm animals. I'm not a huge fan of I'm not a super huge fan of breeding either <laughs> to be honest. I think that's a little weird. It has its own baggage, like, yes, but at least it's yeah. not like like forcing them to fight each other until they pass out from exhaustion. I yeah, I guess. Uh I the weirdest part for me in the the transitional phase of Pokémon was like the XY generation where they had like you could like pet them and like play them like they were uh what was the what was the ds um dog raising oh nintendogs nintendogs yeah they smashed nintendogs up into pokemon which is adorable and great but you then take that pokemon that you just spent like 10 minutes petting and feeding treats and you pit them against miyamoto's wife's favorite game oh wow well she has good taste that's why that's why he uh, commissioned Nintendogs. It's like a famous quote. He, he wanted to make a game that his wife would enjoy. What? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. Miyamoto, uh, legendary wife guy. Oh, he's the wifest guy. Doing the thing. Uh, he he only our, makes games that his wife would enjoy now. <laughs> Big ups to the legendary man. Absolutely. Uh, I will say very quickly, there was a trailer for some kind of uh documentary about uh uh what what did he call his studio homo ludens what's the studio called it's just ludens uh, ludens yeah are you talking about oh you're talking about the uh the kojima kojima's, documentary. kojima's new studio there's a whole documentary about him and his studio and like one of the first things that the voiceover says is like the first legendary video game developer and i'm like bro uh what (laughs) i Uh, at first okay i was about to say like i want to give him the benefit of the doubt he didn't write the copy for the trailer but you know kojima wrote the copy for the trailer yeah we probably did uh hands on that motherfucker i'll give him that you know he probably edited it too 
in in, uh, in Vegas 2015. Yeah. So next announcement. I'm moving on. I don't want to get mad about this Kojima shit because goddamn it. I'll just we'll do we'll that circle back to that at a later date because I am going to watch that documentary multiple times. Oh yeah, we'll definitely watch that. Don't worry about that. This is a quick one because this has already been announced for a while. The Pluto anime. This is based on Naoki Urasawa's Pluto manga. He's the 20th Century Boys guy. Absolutely legendary in his own right. Netflix is uh, putting together, or I guess Genko. And Netflix is just bringing it over. But they're debuting it over here on October 26th. So it has a it has a release date. It's got a cool trailer. Looks great. Uh, uh, unlike um, some of the, uh, let's say, disappointing uh, Netflix uh, projects, uh, the trailer looks pretty good. I mean, the well, you know, you great. can't give uh, too much uh, negative or positive credit to Netflix because their whole thing is they just slap their name on it, right? They're a licensor, not not a creator. Uh, sometimes outside of, outside of that Edge Runners uh, anime, you know, I guess. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they do produce some of this stuff, so you know, it can be. It could be pretty hurt or mess. It looks like Genko is producing this, so they don't have their hands up in there, which is probably why it looks good. I'm very excited for that. Love Naoki Urasawa. Big ups. You are a legend. Gonna watch that now, for sure. Now, uh, I, just, I just watched the trailer for that before we started recording, and I was surprised to find out at the end of it that it is uh, his adaptation of uh, an Astro Boy story, right? Yes. Yes. Pluto is is his Astro Boy um uh, homage now is it an homage or is it a direct adaptation of tezuka's character because that's the impression that i got that they were going for well they are almost essentially identical so i guess <laughs> you could just say it is an astro boy comic i was just i was just wondering because at the end of the trailer in big letters they say based off of osama tezuka's astro boy yeah, 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 yeah. I, they're not subtle about maybe, it. Maybe, maybe that was there. a maybe that was a requirement, uh, a court order kind of thing. Uh, I mean, if you can attach yourself to Astro Boy in any way, uh, just financially, you're gonna want to do that. Oh, sure, sure, absolute, absolute legend. Uh, another legend. Big ups to him. Uh, by the way, this podcast is actually an adaptation of Osamu Tezuka's original anime Death Spiral manga. <laughs> I was going to say Dororo because we have all our looms cut off uh, <laughs> to do this. That's why we watch so much anime. It's because we can't actually move. Uh, Sandland, Akira Toriyama. Another movie. legend. New. Uh, living God in his own right. And for the first time in a while, well, he does other stuff occasionally, but this is like a big new thing for him. He is not doing Dragon Quest. He is not doing Dragon Ball. It doesn't even have dragon in the title. There isn't even a dragon on the poster. Oh, wait. Actually, there's a little guy with wings. Maybe that's a dragon. This looks okay, I guess. It's fully CGI, which we have talked endlessly about not liking. Mm -hmm. uh, we, you know, we just talked about the Gundam going full CGI. I think this one I I don't know. I'm 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 pretty iffy on the trailer. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe not. You know, the unlike the Gundam one, we do have like visual evidence of what this is going to look like, what they're advertising the animation is going to be like, and I was not super impressed. Low frame rate, kind of janky. Um you know, I don't want to get too much into criticizing the matching of mouth movements to voiceover in anime because that's never <laughs> been 
uh, a thing, and honestly, it's hackneyed to bring up at this point. Look, get over it, okay? But that coupled with the the bad frame rate I saw in the trailer that they were using to advertise the movie did not give me a great impression of what to expect. That's all I'm saying. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, who knows? It's weird that that's a thing. Uh, we'll we'll find out. Uh, this is a big one. Uh, Jutsu Kaisen. Uh, oh boy! 2v2 oh baby! Fighting game. Two v two fighting game. Yeah, hold your horses. Now this is a, in a series of these things. I don't know what's happening, but like they made a One Punch Man fighting game. Uh, there's a couple other anime. What was that other one? There's obviously there's the Kill a Kill one. Oh, I didn't know that there was a Kill a Kill one. That seems that sounds fun. Uh, uh, I I only ever played the demo. It was okay. You know, I I found the one the concept of the One Punch Man fighting game interesting because obviously the question is how do you integrate saitama into it because he's the most powerful character um and he's actually just kind of like a random like alt finisher he's basically the fatality like uh dispenser in the game where you fight as two other characters and then a la mortal Kombat, whoever's getting the uh who's ever is getting their ass kicked saitama will come in at the end and do a funny animation where he no, finishes no, no. them off oh no no no, no, hold on, hold on. No, th- he is he is choosable on the roster. Really? The thing is, yes, you can't swap to him. The only way to play as Saitama is to stall with your other characters, Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom style, where you have a, a team of three, and you have to stall with your other choices uh, for a certain amount of time as a meter builds. And then once the meter is full, you can swap to Saitama and get basically an instant win. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen untranslated videos of this game, so I had a fundamental misunderstanding of how it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not that different from what you described. It's just that, like, you can just play the game like regular if you leave Saitama off the roster. Okay. All uh, right. This one, you know, th- this one looks pretty weird. Uh, it's a two v two, so you you're doing character swaps in and out. Uh, it looks like it's more of on the three D brawler side. Sort of a, a light, a more light-hearted Tekken kind of situation. I don't know. The characters look good. It doesn't look particularly fighting gamey. I don't think any any hardcore fighter is gonna pick this thing up. But it might be fun for a couple couple spar matches. I, I mean, know. these I licensed tie-in fighting games. There's there's one for every action anime. Uh, that gets moderately popular. Well, the Naruto ones are obviously huge, huge. Oh, you, uh, people love those games. Um, yes. Uh, I was surprised Naruto never made it into Smash Bros. Uh, that was going to be my final pick, but they surprised me with Sora. So uh, good on you, Nintendo, I guess. Wow. I I would have preferred... I really would have preferred Naruto, I have to say. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Oh, man. Yeah, it would have been good. Okay. Hey, I know what's coming up. Uh, why don't we take a break? All right, let's take a break, and then we'll get back with these announcements. We are not even done. We're, we're blasting through them. Yeah. All right.
All right. We are circling back on these announcements because guess what? Trigger has announced oh. new Pantheon stocking. Oh, new Pantheon no. stocking. Oh shit. New season of Pantheon stocking. I am I'm very excited. Now this is obviously if you haven't watched Pantheon stocking, you should just do that. But it is the uh, Trigger's raunchy version of the Powerpuff Girls, basically. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. It's fantastic. Now, I gotta, I gotta jump in uh, real quick. Uh, Trigger did not do Penny and Stocking. That was all Gynax. Yes, but those guys all became Trigger, so... Yeah, but you, okay, Trigger's doing it now, sure. But both seasons were not from Trigger. Just a nitpick. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, it's not Inferno Cop, but uh, it's close enough. This is really, really cool. And apparently this is, like, the thing in internally. This is what they said at the panel. They had a big pan, trigger panel. And, like, they, they are constantly talking about how uh, Pandy and Stocking is basically everyone at Trigger's, like, favorite thing to do. And they have, like, <laughs> a million ideas and they could just do it forever. I love that. I love that. Which I'd be fine it, with. It's, it's great when so many people come together to collaborate on a work that that they share a passion for. In this case, a boner sex comedy about about <laughs> superhero angels. <laughs> yeah, dirty angels. Yeah. Uh, it's Now, here's the connection, because this is basically... Pandy and Stalking has always been basically uh, Dirty Pair meets uh, Excel Saga. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to vibe. buy it. That's you know, always the vibe I got off. Throw of. in some homages to like a Gendy Tartakovsky, uh, Craig McCracken, Cartoon Network '90s yes. style. Yes, yes, uh, uh, of course. I mean, that's what they loved. It, was, it came out of that like uh, we want to do kind of an American style back when there was uh, an American style. Oh shit! I just burned you. Oh shit! Got every American animator, you just got owned. Holy shit! The entire American anime industry, American anime, <laughs> American animation American industry anime. is on suicide watch right now. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> Absolutely destroyed. Uh, I mean, we we are out of the dark ages because obviously, like we talked about, um, Spider Verse is killing it everywhere. Uh, it's just hey, um, stop! Please stop ripping off Adventure Time. Well, it, it's funny that you say all that because uh, originally Powerpuff Girls, which Panty and Stocking is doing a lot of riffing on, that was Craig McCracken's, like, that was his homage to what he thought was, quote-unquote, the anime style with, you know, little girls do with superpowers and big eyes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was his absurdist take on what anime was. What goes around comes around. It all it all connects. Animation. I'm here for it, man. Animation loves animation. It eats animation. Uh, it. Uh, I won't finish that sentence. <laughs> Next one. Spy Family. Ooh, Street love Fighter. Spy collab. What? Spy Family. Tree Fighter. Capcom. Getting oh. in there now. Before you get too excited. Um, oh, I'm not excited about that at all. I don't want any violence oh. to happen to those characters. <laughs> uh, I love them. <laughs> I I want to preserve their smile. I do love them. I'm I'm a little I'm a little weirded out because like, uh, they put out this Free Fire, uh, Spy Family poster with your fighting Chun Li, and uh, that's exactly where my mind went to when yes, when you first ab- said absolutely. this. By the way, like I knew that was gonna be the poster. 
Oh, it had to be, of course, of course. Yeah. Now, uh, the thing is, they felt it was necessary to make yours tits about twice as big. Oh, come on, guys. Really, I mean, they just cannot help themselves. Who's doing the poster? Is that Capcom or is that, uh, was that Spy Fam side? I must be Capcom. It's got to be Capcom side for sure. I I do like that (laughs) Ryu is standing there. Uh, watching stoically <laughs> as they battle. Oh, I hate that. Love Ryu. I love I love the way Ryu's character has evolved. Now he wears a toga and he has a beard. He's like middle-aged Ryu. He's got a whole <laughs> thing going on. Okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, uh, so dad bod Ryu. That's got legs. Dad bod Ryu for sure. That movie is coming up. I think this is promotion for the movie Code White. Um, which opens December 22nd. Very excited. And even more excited because the second season uh, is coming pretty soon after that. I'm not sure if they announced the date, but... uh, Oh, man, we got to wait till 2024 for a new season? Yeah, we do. Ah. uh, uh, I can wait. I can wait. I love Spy Family so much. I wish the manga publication... Uh, hadn't slowed down so much. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would just like to say that I actually can't wait. I'm literally dying. You're going to just drop it. You're like, I can't, I can't even. I'm just going to forget about it. I'm going to reset my brain. Uh, I, can't, I can't think about that because it is killing me. Speaking of things that reset brains, uh, they announced a new Fate extension series called Fate slash Strange Fake. Now, I'm not sure if I ever talked about the Fate series, but... I- I did at one point attempt to enter the world of fate. I made it through probably like four or five different iterations of fate uh, before they all started blending together and uh, (laughs) turning into like a bland mush. Uh, Out of that experience, I will say fate zero, which is like the only one that was like developed away from the original series kicks ass super weird and dark and gross. Kind of cool as hell. Uh, the rest of them, I have no idea. I will say that my experience with the Fate series is entirely quarantined to Flash games on Newgrounds in 2006. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So so what is Fate, by the way, if you wouldn't mind explaining it to me? Okay, Fate Stay Night. Fate slash Stay Night. Much yes. like Hunter Hunter, you're not supposed to say the slash. Uh, it's just uh, purely ornamental. Uh, I do pronounce the X. I do pronounce the slash. Yes, I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, it started off as a series of visual novels uh, where... Now, this is... It goes very into a mishmash of bizarre concepts immediately. The, the Holy Grail is real and exists in the world, much like in Indiana Jones, R.I.P., Love you. And people, every once in a while, there is something called a Holy Grail War, where a bunch of, like, magicians and shit, uh, a secret uh, organization of magicians, battle each other for the the right to uh, claim the Holy Grail and make a, a, a world-defining wish. To do that... Is that each... not a crusade? Uh, there's a lot of weird things <laughs> implications especially on the religious side but here's what what even uh, what complicates it even more to do this they have a sort of deck of cards drawn uh uh for each competitor uh where uh they have these uh, uh it's hard to describe it's uh categories people are assigned categories one person gets uh, a character called archer the other one gets a character called uh you know uh rider there is a character called, you know, magician or whatever. And 
these are the only names they are allowed to be uh, uh, addressed by. But when we are summoned, us as the audience understand that each one of these characters is filled by a random, real historical person. Famously, uh, in Fate's Day Night, the main character summons King Arthur as a cute anime girl. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. In the direct sequel, there is a, uh, one of the breakouts is uh, uh, his bastard son, Mordred, also shows up as a cute anime girl who wears Daisy Dukes. Oh, Wow. This is a this is a thing. Uh, um, we have we have char- There's a fan favorite Gilgamesh, who basically is Dio. I, I, <laughs> I sorry guys, they they just ripped off Dio for Gilgamesh, um, in almost in more ways than one. But we have people like you know Joan of Arc. Uh, who else? We have uh, uh, Kublai Khan. All, all okay, these- now hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Do they all come back as anime girls? Not always, but almost always. Many, many of them are are turned into anime girls in the process of summoning. I, I don't know if What are the like rules? What are the thing. rules? The rules are very, very vague. In fact, um, if you continue down the line, the one I could finally could not make it through was a completely... It turns out there's like a, a mid-season twist, I guess, where it turns out that like everyone in the world is already dead and all the characters are just like their brains digitized into a fake world that is becoming corrupted. And yet there are still this Holy Grail scenario where people are summoning these characters. Uh, it is, it is all over the place. So basically the, the, the strings that tie all of these series together are extremely tenuous to say the least. Uh, and, uh, it mostly boils down to being horny for anime girl versions of historical characters. It, very weird. I mean, that, I would say that is probably pretty bad, but I know of the existence of those gotcha games where where it is, like, different models of guns or, like, battleships uh, turned yes, into anime uh, girls. So girls this actually, um, on the girls as things scale... This actually ranks quite low in terms of offense, so uh, I'll in give terms it that. of straight objectification, like very literal f- objectification of women, <laughs> uh, it is less offensive than uh, yeah the uh, horny battleship show for sure. <laughs> yeah, so the weird thing is like this one is based on an April Fool's joke, which adds another bizarre wrinkle. But you okay. know, maybe all maybe as a side project at some point, I will try to re-enter Fate and like get through it. Though I, I promise you, I well, will so never what play is this one, one like a what is like a Fomofu situation? Is it supposed to be like a silly thing? What do you mean like it's based on an April Fool's joke? I I'm not familiar with April Fools go. All I know is that that's what. Wait, you're not the, familiar the, with the, the concept of April Fools? Uh, I am no fool, so it's obviously never uh, occurred to me. <laughs> that it's passed I, by uh, every year. Let me be clear. I've never been fooled. I have never been fooled in my life, and I never will. Uh, you know what's funny, though, is uh, the guy who did Bacano and Durarara uh, is the one who did the April's Fool joke back in 2008. Okay. All right. Pretty wild. Weird All connection, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff to consider there. Uh, There's that some bizarre. Really thing. makes me want to watch the Fate series. Really want to get into that. Like, legit, like watch Fate Zero. Um, it will. 
give you extra folds in your brain. I promise you. Is it is it zero because it is what is it like the the origin? Is that like the the first one? There the the quote unquote timeline of these series are so convoluted and weird that it, it's not really a prequel, but it is sort of positioned as a prequel to everything. Um, so you can just jump right in. My favorite part is that one of the participants uh, summons one of these characters, right? Um, and then tells them to like, hey, c- cool your heels. I'm just going to do it all by myself. And then like sets up a fucking mercenary squad where they're just like sniping other characters and like setting up <laughs> traps and shit instead of uh, utilizing their famous um, magical uh, girl. It's very funny to me. I, I really like that. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Uh, there's another announcement. Mappa is doing yet another series. This one is apparently a, a, a Mappa original, though, which is kind of exciting. Ooh, Mappa um, original. Yeah, yeah. They don't have too many originals, at least uh, right now. Yeah, they're you know I I know them most because they've been doing one after the other of these big Shonen Jump adaptations, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know exactly what uh, do they ha- do they have other original shows? They must at this point. Oh, they definitely do. But this one is being developed by the guy who did uh, the very famous uh, Banana Fish anime. Okay. Uh, people people really love that. Uh, unfortunately, he also did Skate the Infinity, which I fucking hated uh, uh, quite a lot. That's the anime about skateboarding. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? You don't like uh, um, uh you don't like getting I, radical? Uh, I hate getting radical, especially because the kid, the main kid starts off sucking at skateboarding and then gets extremely good when he realizes skateboarding is actually just snowboarding but on concrete. Ah! <laughs> yeah. God Big brain, the galaxy brain move the right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, "Wow, this is actually like really similar to the thing I'm good at." Fuck you. See, okay. Uh, Piss me off. Okay, uh, going to take a quick aside here. I I would like Tony Hawk to be, like, a character that shows up in uh, an anime, like, say, Baki. <laughs> if Tony Hawk <laughs> showed up in Baki, wouldn't that be amazing? I would love that. You know, that reminds me that I recently saw a, a, a Tony Hawk pro skater mod for uh the first dark souls which oh yeah yeah i saw that as well (laughs) that's very cool love that love that um hey it made me go reinstall dark souls and tony hawk pro skater damn i have been playing i played a little bit of two when they put that re-release out shit that's that shit rules oh yeah i got that on my ps4 uh love that uh when when that opening drum line for superman cranks out on the first level as soon as you load up the game oh it feels really, really good. I, I, you know what? That's the game uh, that originally made me hate uh, Santeria and then got me back into it <laughs> just from sheer repetition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so this is like uh, like Skate the Infinity, and they also did that, that swimming club that everybody got horny for. Um, this is like a boys' love situation, which, uh, you know what? For me, uh, very hit or miss absolutely not against that at all i like we obviously talk about romance shit all the time i love me a yuri i love me a, a boy's love um you know uh, absolutely no problem uh getting very gay with it i find the boy's love stuff sometimes veers into very strange territory 
Uh, so, it, like I said, very hit or miss for me. But we'll we're see. gonna I get weird looks, with it. Yeah, this thing looks pretty cool. I'm at least gonna give it one episode shot. Sure, why not? Here's on the bad side. We've got a bad side. Oh uh, no! This is hilarious. Uh, the, the final chapter. Now, Attack on Titan has been f- end quote unquote ending for like the last three years. <laughs> Well, so, what, so what does that mean? They're just a, they've been adapting the final stretch of the manga. Is that what they mean by ending? Yes, essentially, this is Attack on Titan final chapter part two for part real this two. time. Part two of the part two of the final chapter uh, for really, really real for real, real, real this time. uh so they really can't get their shit together damn you guys you guys like this this is what you're into i've uh i flip-flopped a lot on getting into attack on titan over the years it was one of those shows that kind of passed me by when it was first getting popular uh i don't know like 12 years ago yeah we've Uh, talked a lot of shit Uh, yeah Um, And then by the time that I really got back into reading stuff and wanting to engage with anime again, I had learned uh, some unsavory things about the author and his political opinions and how he's like probably a a monster, Um, a a monster. You know, I would say he has really bad opinions, but he's not like, you know, the Rurouni Kenshin guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god i don't even uh, don't meet your don't meet your heroes kids don't meet your heroes you know what i do think at some point it would be a fun project for us to just dive into attack on titan and just see what's up i would you know you would have to examine it from a an interesting point of view and you'd have to lay out the way you're trying to go into it from the beginning um, yeah we should do a series where we like we we pair it with different uh like uh like different like historical war movies and stuff i think that'd be kind of fun i don't know we we'll talk about that that could be funny uh bridge over the river kwai but with giant meat monsters hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i i am very afraid that i would actually like it i think that's honestly like what's been keeping me away (laughs) hey actually uh uh, genocide and moral essentialism is good and cool (laughs) okay moving on uh i we said r.i.p to naruto multiple times so i just want to say uh on r.i.p because they are now publishing a one shot uh they've been doing books and things mostly about like sasuke and side characters but now they're doing one about naruto's dad which i thought we had pretty much thoroughly covered he was a dude he sacrificed himself and his wife to seal uh, a big cat well no hold on hold on i've learned some things about the latter half of naruto's history uh recently and he was not just a dude First of all, show some respect. Call him by his proper name, which is Boruto's grandpa. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> yeah, I think he shows up as a force ghost to Boruto at some <laughs> point. Uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but he was not just a dude. He was like a descendant of the first super ninja clan. Yes. And I believe he was president of ninjas at some point. Yes. Briefly. And he was also a uh, president granddaddy leader man of the ninja village. Yes, he was sort of. Uh, if I understand correctly, he was sort of uh, a ninja Obama. He was like a. He was a, supposedly a forward-thinking, progressive ninja who was. Yeah. Uh, whose whole whole campaign pitch was like, "I'm gonna do the thing where like I prevent the next uh, ninja war," which uh, he failed pr- pretty hard. That. Well, yeah. Uh, Fuck uh, that one up. 
really messed that up because, in fact, really there was a big war. I don't know if a lot of people heard about that one, but uh, he did not stop a big war from happening. Oh, yeah. His name is Minato Namikaze. That's that's Naruto's dad. Oh, I remember where I was going. It really undermines, like, that kind of initial premise of Naruto that that even an outsider, like, nobody can can be great and, and have big dreams. And then it really subverts it by, like, oh, yeah, by the way, he was also secretly the grandson of Ninja Jesus. Ninja Jesus oh, yeah. Obama. Well, this is the... <laughs> I love Ninja Obama. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is the this is obviously the um, the creeping cancer of all long running series, as we just saw happen to Star Wars. Um, this will happen to anything that runs long enough. Anything you love will be corrupted on a longer scale. Yes. Now, here's one that I got very excited about. Now, I believe I have briefly, briefly mentioned Rebuild World. Do you remember me talking to you about Rebuild World? Mm, barely. What was re uh, re re what was River River River? River? What was Now, River this River? is a series that is based on a light novel, and it is one of the very rare anime uh, slash manga based on a light novel that is not in Isekai. Though it does use, you will notice, uh, some of the uh, skeletal aspects of the Isekai genre. Hey, real quick, real quick question. Is it is it light as in, like, L-I-G-H-T or L-I-T-E? What, what's, the, what's the difference? Well, is it like, is it physically implying that it is a light read or, or, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it, emits or it some shines kind of, like the sun. Yeah. It shines like the sun. Shines like it a emits, diamond. It emits in an, an <laughs> ethereal otherworldly light. It might be that one because I have averted my gaze from all light novels up to this point. Uh, I've really only done adaptations uh, at some well, maybe next week I'll talk about Rayliana, how Rayliana ended up in the Duke's mansion. <laughs> did we ever find out? Uh, I did find out. Yes, I'll tell you all about it. Uh, anyway, this was one I really liked. I kind of connected to it very randomly. I don't even know how I ended up with it, but uh, the premise is post 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 apocalyptic world, like layers, like sedimentary post apocalypses. Wait, post um, post. So, like, there have been several civilizations that have come and gone. Yeah. Uh, at the point of the story. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, That's quite cool. a few, and and quite literally, they have formed sedimentary levels in their world where uh, poor people who are uh, kind of like uh, <laughs> shunted out to like uh, almost Brazilian style shanty towns are forced. Uh, economically forced to explore the wilds for quote-unquote ancient treasures, which are basically just whatever random shit they can find buried under the earth that are like, you know, the old world civilization tech. Sure. The, the, obviously, the problem that makes this very dangerous is that some of that old world civilization tech, and this might sound familiar to some of you, uh, is still active and is still killing people. Okay, we got a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn situation. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Got it. Okay, okay, all right. I see now, what we're uh, going with. Yes. Now, one slum orphan uh, who has had, a, uh, to put it lightly, a very, very bad time living <laughs> by himself in the slums is, again, economically forced to go out and try to find these things. But he's not good at it at all. And this is an aspect I really like about it, actually. He's not like... 
you know the uh, the plucky anime character who like uh, through grit and determination like uh, makes his way in the world. He's very pointedly not that guy. In fact, he is he is very quickly on his first run. He is almost immediately fucking wiped. <laughs> Except uh, a piece of old world tech, uh, an AI being appears to him and says, "Hey, bro, pair up with me. I'm gonna get you fucking rich." And he's like, uh, I don't know, man. I, you're like a weird ghost or whatever. It's fucking freaking me out. And she's like, no, seriously, dude. Like, we're going to go places together. And he's like, okay, fine. I mean, I do live in a cardboard box. What do I have to lose? <laughs> and so this AI Hey, 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 thing, don't be disparaging no cardboard box. I live in a cardboard <laughs> box. Uh, yours is really nice, though. I've been over. You have the movie theater set up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a big cardboard so nice. box. Yeah, it's really big. So he pairs up with this creature thing, which manifests itself. And this is an important part. It manifests itself as a big titty anime lady. Uh, yeah, me too. But she explains that it's done to basically honeypot these You these know, okay, people. all right, all right. Now I am starting to remember. You have told me about this before. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. I really like that aspect of it. And she begins manipulating him, basically turning him into her meat puppet. Um, the parasitic AI own... is a great concept. I love yes, that. Yes, it's great. She begins to mold him into what she needs to accomplish her goals. Because essentially, she can't interact with the physical world because she is just like a projection of an AI. Um, so she needs some more meat to do her bidding. But she presents this as a partnership uh, where she elevates him into, like, uh, you know, uh, a very famous hunter who has, uh, you know, money and a hotel room and all kinds of crazy uh, uh -huh. lavish shit. Um, and it goes some really interesting directions. I, I really, really like it. It's uh, occasionally very, like, self-indulgent. Especially when it comes to the anime ladies, it cannot help itself occasionally. Hey, but I've you know been really, what? Really we uh, we are all human amongst us here. Uh, I think I'd like to hope. Uh, maybe Ugh. there's a few uh, androids out there. Uh, I don't want to get too Blade Runner with it, but I understand. If we're talking <laughs> about anime fans, uh, there's a couple subhumans mixed in there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, no, is it me? Listen, I'm just saying I understand the impulse to uh, <laughs> to go uh, more towards anime girl than not. That's all I'm saying. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, I, I this is one I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm watching this for sure. I've been reading the manga for a while. I, I really like it. I wish it published faster. All right, and here's the – this is the last one. This is a doozy. Uh, Wit Studio. Now, are you familiar with Wit Studio? No. Wit Studio. Oh, don't even, don't play games with me, buddy. <laughs> that's my that's my little joke I do about Wit Studio. Tell me about Wit Studio. I will, I will mess you up. Wit Studio, uh, they did like Ranking of Kings, um, which is really really good. Okay, All right. I have heard of Ranking of Kings. Yes, people love yeah. that little guy. Yes, they've done some kind of piece by piece stuff. They did a couple of Attack on Titan things. Um, they did a couple of uh, parts of like Ancient Magus Bride. Uh, they did that uh, really, really bland B, the beginning. They did that other really bland BEM, become human. BEM. <laughs> yeah, different than Detroit, become human. Uh, very different. Uh, monsters instead of robots, basically. 
Okay. Uh, they even did some fate stuff. They they also did assistance on Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. All right. Saying the name of that. Anyway, yeah. they they're getting their own show. They're they're doing their own thing. It is <laughs> a collaboration with the recently gutted Warner Brothers. It is oh, a Suicide Squad like where... oh, Isekai. No, this yes. is where you were going with it. Oh, god This is damn where it. we're going with it. This is the Suicide Squad anime. Now I don't know what the lineup is because the, the the Suicide Squad has changed lineups a few times in its long life at this point well i mean we know for sure we know for absolute certain that harley quinn and the joker are going to be in it oh yeah uh, so we got quinn anime joker uh, not only do we have anime joker we have sexy anime joker baby sexy anime joker baby we've got sexy anime harley quinn which is going to be one of the worst things that has ever happened to anime I honestly to the anime <laughs> fandom <laughs> i am dreading this why do they keep trying to make Batman and anime like a thing? Because this is not the first time they did that uh, real mid CG movie Batman Ninja. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yes. Where where uh, not only does Batman okay. get isekai back to feudal Japan and become a ninja, uh, he does in fact get a feudal uh, like ninja robot that he pilots by the end of it. Yeah, yes, I know. They've attempted this uh, a couple times. This, I think this is the first attempt to bring uh, the horribly cursed uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, but I will say, there have been fucking banger Batman anime. Now, the problem is, uh, Batman doesn't even appear in some of them. You will remember, many, many years ago, there was a Batman anime anthology series. Yes. That had shorts by... Things like uh, Studio 4C, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Production IG did one, Studio oh, yeah. B Train, which we talked about recently, Madhouse did one of these fucking things. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. I like that movie. Uh, that shit fucking ruled. There's like a bunch of really good Batman anime in there, but uh, maybe, maybe tellingly, they're all like maybe 10 minutes long. <laughs> now, uh, so now. Who, hey, who knows? You did. Uh, Maybe you did mention it, but one thing I'd like to point out, this is not just a Suicide Squad anime. This is a Suicide Squad isekai. Yes, this is a Suicide Squad isekai. So we are going to see Deadshot headshotting um, orcs and uh, uh, like kobolds or whatever. In fact, I'm just going to play the uh, trailer in the background here. Uh, we oh, got, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got Harley Quinn. Uh, we got the Joker. Let's see here. Wit Studio, Warner Brothers Production. Oh, okay. So the Joker apparently has a Joker mobile piloted uh, not by a steering wheel in this case, but by a like organ. So that's something to look wow. forward to. Uh, Great. We got we got pig-headed orcs. We got Harley Quinn riding a, a spirited away style dragon. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and we also have, uh, it looks like on the Suicide Squad side, they have the Amanda Waller character, which I don't know if you are familiar, but that is the, uh, ooh, she's cannot, the handler. Yeah. She's the yes, handler. I, I cannot remember I, her actress's I, I name. Familiar. Is it, was it Angela Bass? No, not Angela Bass. No, it was oh, not no. Angela Bassett. Oh, this is bad. Uh, this oh, is bad. No. Oh no! Oh god! Viola Davis, Viola Davis, baby! I got yes, it! I got there! Viola Davis, yes. um, love her. She was honestly Viola probably uh, the best part of that movie. 
Uh, she and she, she didn't even really want to be there. her ass off. Yeah, yeah, clearly was not that interested. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that could really get me even moderately excited, honestly, is the inclusion of uh, Shark Guy. Oh, now do you think they'll have him voiced by uh, um, Stallone like they did in the movie? I I don't think so. I think Ron Funches, like in the cartoon, would be a better choice. Because <laughs> um, uh, I love Ron Funches. He's great. Who doesn't? Uh, love you. You know, the I think this this has... Besides the Isekai, we've endlessly talked about our problems with Isekai. Though, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, this might actually sidestep a lot of the problems we have with Isekai somehow, weirdly enough. My How problem so? here... Well, Wait, ha- because, first of all, we have a whole team being Isekai'd, um, which is not, you know, unusual. But they're already powerful. They already have their own very set power, like, levels and all that shit. Um so we can't just get, like, the cheat skill thing? Uh, unless there's something I'm missing about this trailer. I don't know. Well, my, obviously, my... obviously they're going to get some kind of magic power once they go to the fantasy world. You think uh, so? Oh, yeah. I think maybe, um, I don't know. I could see Harley Quinn casting spells with her baseball bat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, that's funny you say that because the problem I foresee is the problem I foresee with every Suicide Squad iteration being that you can't do Suicide Squad without Harley Quinn because she's Harley Quinn. That's what people show up for. But Suicide Squad sucks because Harley Quinn essentially does not fit into the squad. She can't do anything except, you know be weird and incredibly sexual okay well okay that is her thing you know if you want to get into the suspension of disbelief for like american comic book characters batman come on man how is he any different than harley well harley did not spend like 20 years honing his her martial arts Uh, Uh, that's the one right off the top of my head yeah, not a, not according to uh, the most recent canon. Oh God, I can't even get into it. It's <laughs> easy to just backfill for characters like that. She studied martial arts uh, growing up. Boom. Oh, she- growing growing up before you mean be- before she became a psychiatrist? Yeah. Great. Cool. I bet she used it a lot on the job, beating up mentally ill people. Well, uh, just uh, like Batman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's okay. what they have in common there. Okay, all right. I'm done thinking about the Suicide yeah. Squad Isekai. Okay. I think th- I mean that that is more than enough. That is that is uh there you go, uh listener, our dear beautiful and handsome best friend listeners. You basically just went to Anime Expo with me. Uh that's that's what happened. That's everything that happened at this crazy expo. That's worth mentioning, uh basically. There's some other stupid bullshit, but you don't care about that. Oh, man, it's like I was there. Yeah. By which I mean I was there. I wasn't with you. You didn't see me there, uh, and I didn't see you, but we were both totally there. Uh, and now that you've told me all this stuff, I feel like I was there again. Oh, shit, how did I miss you? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm sure that there's a long, uh, lengthy explanation full of hilarious capers and stories about about how we never ran into each other. What co- What were you cosplaying? Oh, uh, I was doing Master Chief. <laughs> That's a good one. That's probably why I didn't recognize you. You had the helmet. No, no, I, I no, I was doing uh, um I was doing that guy that played Master Chief in the in the TV show. I wasn't wearing the costume. Oh, I was I, see, I was I cosplaying as the actor who played Master Chief. Speaking of iconic bald men. 
Anyway, there. Let's. I. I think that's. That's. I'm so exhausted from. <laughs> I. We've covered so much shit. This is like more anime than we have ever actually talked about on this show. Got a really uh, spoiled for riches there. Take my, take all of that under anime advisement. My cup runneth over. Yeah, you've got basically the next like year and a half laid out for you in terms of anime. Who boy. Okay. Well, we had some stuff that uh, Anime Expo really stepped on, but I think next time we want to talk about uh, how the spring season has ended. The shows have wrapped up. Uh, summer season has started, so we want to talk about uh, how everything landed and uh, what we're going to be excited about in the coming months. Uh, next time on Anime, anime Death, Death Spiral. Spiral. Spiral, 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 Spiral. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>